to look at me. You can keep eating. You can do whatever you want. Uh, but I am going to talk. So if you would like to listen, that'd be fantastic. Um, just and and one of the things, at, uh, Grace and Mercy's uh, church birthday. This is our ninth year, and I, I find it unbelievable that God has seen fit to sustain us for all these years. And my mom comes in this morning and says, you know, most church plants don't make it five years, which is so true. I mean, honestly, in the time that we've been doing this, I've seen so many pastors retire, quit, or disqualify themselves. So many people that were here when we started are no longer even in town or in the country or in ministry. And now all of a sudden, here we are, um, celebrating our ninth birthday. So the first Sunday at Grace and Mercy Church was November 2nd, 2014. And it had, uh, that's when we had our first service. Mo and I were still actually living with Jen. Zeke had just been born and we were about to move into Chet and Casey's uh, duplex where we lived for a long time. And, but we weren't in there yet. And I was like, Chet, can we please have church here? And he's like, sure. So we just set up chairs in this blank space, cleaned up all the drywall dust and stuff like that. But the first few services, we started with these verses from Titus uh, chapter 2. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read those uh, for us this morning. But I, I had in mind when we preached these that every year uh, we um, have a birthday, we're going to celebrate it at Grace and Mercy even if it's a lame celebration, we're still going to just go because God is good and we're practicing, celebrating, and we don't have to be good at it. But um, I knew that I would always come back to Titus 2, 11 through 14. I, I knew that from the very beginning. And it says this, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in, this, in the present age waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. So every year we've had this type of celebration. It's looked different. I have read these verses. I've talked about different aspects of it. Uh, and I've had like these, these mini sermons, which by the way, we're almost done. So don't worry about it. And we've had them, but we've had these birthdays in different places, apartment complexes, uh, schools, uh, uh, was it that church that we were at for one, one time. And then here we've had a few, we, and, and then even the ones that we've had here, we've had them here. We've had them outside. We've had them here and outside the same year, that type of thing. We've uh, had photo booths. We've had balloons and cakes, which all our balloons are in storage, or we probably would have brought balloons. Uh, yeah, we've done all that kind of stuff. But this year is uh, year nine. And next year, though, listen, you guys can put this in your calendars now. It's November 3rd, 2024. It's going to be 10 years. I believe that I would like to believe in faith that God is going to do it, right? I don't know what tomorrow brings, but we'll, we'll see. And... Um, but Grace and Mercy is going to be turning 10, and we're, we'll go crazy for that. We'll bring back the photo booth. We'll bring back the photo booth. But honestly, as we sit here today, the part that stuck out of Titus for me is a people for his own possession. We are his people. Even though Grace and Mercy is like this, uh, actually someone called it, uh, last week they called it a micro church, the micro church movement, and I'm like, ah, look, I don't. If God wants to grow it, I'd be cool with that too. You know, it's it's all right. But 
even though Grace and Mercy is a small church and we don't meet in a great or clean place sometimes, um, and I would love to not lead worship every week, Aaron, when you get your amp, you know, you got, you got it, buddy. But we're, we're still God's people in God's possession, and He loves us. He loves us. And for some reason, God has seen fit. And I think oftentimes in miraculous ways, and those, like, Mom, you know this, Angie, you know this, and, and you, please, Mo, you know this, and I'm, I'm pretty sure the rest of the Burks know this and the rest of the Mitchells, but, like, sometimes in miraculous ways, God has sustained this church don't understand it but i i really uh appreciate that and he has allowed this church to not only stay afloat but to be a witness to so much grace and mercy towards us because we are his children because we are a people of his own possession and he loves his children amen he loves us i love that god doesn't despise us he's not disappointed in us he's not like oh well that worship service wasn't going well or whatever none of that we are his and he is ours and he loves us so much and even in that we are being trained we are waiting we have been given the grace of god through jesus christ and we are living to give away the grace to others hopefully we know that his grace will never run out so we can we don't have to run out of grace that we give and we're making progress to be to becoming more gracious right like i we when we started grace and mercy church someone said grace and mercy really you I was like, okay, like this is who we hope to be. This is who we hope to be. This is who, by God's grace and mercy, we're going to turn into. And so that's what we get to do. And again, we are living to be grace and mercy in light and darkness that God has given us as his people. God has never, this is, I'm going to think about it this way. God has never been disappointed that we haven't grown. Never. He loves us. Maybe this is more for me than it is for you, but like he loves us. And I mentioned growth because one of my prayers, actually Josiah really put it in my heart in, I think it was either the last service of 2019 or the first service of 2020. Josiah said, God, I hope that this church grows. That planted a seed in my heart to just pray for that and just see that God would do this thing. And I, and I felt like when that seed was planted, God's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Just keep trusting. Just keep waiting. And even though as the years have gone by and we've seen families come and go and, and, and it's never uh, grown or anything like that, but we also do this in a way where it's not manipulation. Like if, if this church is going to grow, it's going to be Jesus building his church. And we get to allow Jesus to build his church and we get to trust him in what he's doing. And uh, we've done this for nine years now. And Jesus has been at work the entire time, working on everybody's hearts and our minds because we are a people of his own possession and he loves us very much. But the longer I do this, the less I understand. That's the truth. The more I like I was talking to Angie this week and she's like, yeah, I don't know like what God's got, but I'm trusting him more and more. But that's because we don't know what tomorrow brings. Like, that's why I say in faith, we're putting the 10th birthday in there, right? But I don't know. But I'll tell you what, I'm also more expectant than he's going to do something in our midst because I've seen it again and again, not only in like the worldly, but to change our hearts and our minds, to have them turns towards him or attuned more towards him, to speak to us when we're struggling and encourage us to keep on walking uh, somebody told us last week that god has not removed our lampstand from this church and i believe that 
And the Holy Spirit hasn't left us. The Holy Spirit is here. And I can believe that and we can continue the work and continue to trust in power, his power as we continue to gather. gather. I've, I've always said it's not about growth. It's about following Jesus through every season that he has for us. And every season has every day so that we will be trained for the work that he has for us so that we may continue to trust him and to know that we are God's people paid for by the blood of Jesus. We are pure and we are loved. Amen. When I first started Grace and Mercy Church, there was a John Perkins quote that has always stuck with me and always kind of let me persevere through lots of hard times. And he was talking about people doing good works in the community. And he would go there and he would witness what they were doing. And they'd be like, it's great, right? And he goes, in 10 years, this could be something. In 10 years, this could be something. And I always loved that. And I pray that as we enter into this 10th year, I pray that we might expect God to move amongst us. Because he has done it. And I think he is doing it. And I think he's going to do it even more. That we might trust him in this expectation more and more than ever. And we might know in a powerful way that we are his and he loves us. So I would like to just thank you guys for making this church home. It means a lot. Um, you guys have uh, you guys have just been there. It's, I mean, it means a ton to me. But I'm praying this. Let us expect God to do the work in our midst. Please come on Sunday preparing your heart, your life, knowing that God can and does move. Maybe not in the way we want. Maybe not in the time frame that we want. But we can trust that he loves us and he knows what is best for us. You know why? Because we're a people for his own possession. That he is redeemed and made clean and pure. So Jesus, we thank you for nine years of grace and mercy. Lord, we ask for more. We ask for more because we want to see more of your grace. We want to see more of your mercy. We want to see more of your Holy Spirit moving in power and in strength. So thank you, Lord, for sustaining us and for doing all the work that you've done. Lord, let us take no credit, but to you be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen.